I want to zoom in on the story because it's really for me like that it shows what your mindset can do and that you can make the impossible possible. Mm-hmm. And that when you do things and act and behave from absolute certainty, yeah, you, you can do extraordinary things. Yeah, at, so. at that moment there was no doubt. <laughs> Well, welcome everyone. Today, um, a little bit of a different podcast than normal. Today I'm going to interview Gerben. And I choose to zoom in on an uh, event that happened in your life as an entrepreneur uh, quite a few years ago. But it impressed me quite. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, so which story? I'm curious because I, I have several ones. Yes, you do. Well, this one is actually when it really got heated up in business. And then I mean the first time you bought out uh, investors. Well, not even oh, man. buying out. But oh, man, that one. That one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very interesting one. <laughs> and um, I want to zoom in on the story because it's really for me like that it shows what your mindset can do and that you can make the impossible possible. Mm-hmm. And that when you do things and act and behave from absolute certainty, yeah, you, you can do extraordinary things. Yeah, so, at, at that moment there was no doubt. <laughs> no, and it, it is quite interesting because it was really like a, a deal you made, which it was actually like everything could Go totally wrong. Oh man, I, I will never make a deal like that anymore in my life. No. Never. Okay. Never, ever. Okay, well, I'm very interested in that as well. But first, for all the listeners, because they, the, of course, don't know what we are talking about here, um, can you share a little bit? Yes, of, of course. Yeah. Of the I, whole situation. I, so yeah, I, I think I have to explain company. a little yeah, bit. Of, yeah. 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 So I will explain a little bit about that company. So we. It was a, a startup yeah. in the travel technology. Yes. Um, so we were offering door-to-door transportation, so including uh, airport transfers, but also transfers between, let's say, airports. Yes. Um, we were runner-up uh, becoming the first virtual airline in the world. And it was very cool. Yeah, it was very visionary concept. Concept. Yeah. A market disruptive concept. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a different subject, yeah, but, but I, I, I just I, want to have it said because you had three companies with very disruptive mark markets concepts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I would say two and a half. One was not that disruptive, but okay. uh, the other one uh, they were. Yeah. But this company was, uh, let's say, very disruptive. We were very successful. We completely bootstrapped the company. Okay, and what do you mean with bootstrap? Bootstrapping is that you use all your, let's say, the resources available. So all the money you have, all the the equipment you have, you put in the company, and you don't attract, let's say, any uh um external money so, so not no loans no, no loans nothing you did it all with your own money and time yeah. and resources yeah from okay from bootstrapping bootstrapping yeah cool so uh we were in that phase um this was our strategy to bootstrap as long as possible because that would uh, let's say increase the value of the company big time yeah so you could get it 
higher amount of investments or investments for little uh, for for less for less shares of course and that was our our aim because we knew with the let's say the game we were in Yes. We needed, let's say, in the end, a lot of money. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the first round, you always, let's say, dilute the most. Yeah. So if you can, let's say, postpone that till till the latest uh, moment you can and you, you gain the biggest value, that's, yeah, in our way of thinking at that moment, it was the best. That's yeah. So you guys stretched everything to keep as much money. Yeah, as, a, yeah, as much control as possible. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we did our proof of concept. Uh, we did our first turnover. Um, we what did kind a, of turnover are we talking about? At that moment, I think we were just above half a million euros in year one. Well, that's that's quite a lot. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, no, but it was. We 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 really developed more. I think almost two years on the engine on the back end uh, to make it work, okay. and then we. We put it online and then we we sold. Let we we were selling chairs, mm-hmm. uh, so so seats in, like in an airplane, like in a taxi. Um, so we and then we sold our first seats and then the whole operation started. And uh, my business partner and I we were going to uh, to the airports ourselves and to welcome the people and to put them in the right taxi. And so this was a real roller coaster. It was a twenty four seven operation. And so it, your company was called Tinker. Right? <laughs> Correct. Tinker Travel, and as a customer, you could buy a ticket from door-to-door travel, yeah, right? And, yeah. So, if I wanted to go to Puerto Montenegro, for example, yeah. I could just fill in my home address, and then the address of the hotel, Yeah. and then I would get options to choose from. Or? Yeah, and then you choose for, let's say, economy level or business level, okay. um, and then we were searching, let's say, the best route towards the um uh, towards the destination okay so your company was connecting airlines and taxi correct okay cool correct but i know it a little bit but yeah but but no but also but also let's say for example over here and now in Puerto montenegro where we are is we can choose from tivat from podgorica but also from dubrovnik yes and um, some people, friends or business partners of us, they're coming to Dubrovnik and then we need a taxi. Yeah, but the taxi only goes towards the bottom. Yeah, yeah, but then we organized that they would bring us, bring our clients all the way to yeah. the. So that was uh, th- that was our service. On one ticket. And On I was one ticket. Always hustling around and. Uh, yeah, and we started, of course, with Schiphol Airport in the Netherlands yeah. in Amsterdam, and we were just selling, let's say. Um, taxi rides from and to the airport in the Netherlands because we could yeah you have to start somewhere yeah and you have to onboard of course taxi drivers and yeah taxi companies and then so yeah there was a whole operation involved Yeah, so uh, the team was growing, uh, the turnover was there, the the the, the, the website was was working, yeah. uh, uh, cus- customers were happy. Yeah. Uh, so we had everything, let's say, in place, and then we knew if we want to grow f- further, yeah. then we need uh, we needed external money. Yeah. And then we were we started talking. Were you making money already in year one, or was it like? Was no, no, we were lo- loss making, loss making. Yeah. Which is quite normal for... It's quite normal and it's a, it's a strategy. So if we 
would have only, let's say, focused on Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam yeah. and kept the team very small, yeah. then we would, yeah, we would make money. We didn't need any external investment. No. But, but this is far more uh, on the vision and the potential that was in the, ca- in the company and that just needed a few years to really bring in profit. Yeah, and we, uh, for this concept to roll out, you need, let's say, scale. Yeah. So you need to have, let's say, we call it the network effect. Yeah. So you need to, let's say, um, have multiple airports in your network. Okay. Because and otherwise, yeah, because otherwise you can't, let's say, offer uh, our our service. Yeah. So we had to connect all those airports and at all those countries and airports we needed to, uh, to onboard uh, taxi companies as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so in the end, the, in the end uh, of our company, we, we had complete Europe covered. Yeah. And we were start, uh, started rolling out in South America. That was when, yeah, when the... Yeah, but, but, yeah, but that's, that, that's another story. That's another story. Let's, let's just focus on the first, let's say, the first year. Yeah. So after the first year, we needed some external money. We needed some investment. Uh, we did some, um, uh, a lot of talking with uh, investors, uh, investment firms. Yeah. Um, and quite interesting, they were all interested Most of them, they were interested, so we... But but do do you think that's weird? Because I think like a startup, a technology startup with a turnover of 500,000 euros, 500k in the first year is quite impressive. Especially if you think about, you were actually for me like a little bit like the Bill Gates were starting in uh, in his uh, garage. You were starting like in this... Small office, yeah, we, company of yours. Yeah, we, we had a small office with a uh, with a with a fridge and and some beers and some old uh, servers and computers, and uh, we were working yeah. there. Yeah, so for me, it's and really like that concept, like so small, but already like five hundred thousand. Because how many customers are that for five hundred thousand? Do you remember? Um, yeah, the, the the average ticket size at that moment, I think it was around uh, around. Uh, 36 euros per per person so you had really huge yeah yeah we 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 served a lot of uh customers in one year yeah i I get the the interest yeah yeah yeah. it's quite uh promising yeah it was uh, absolutely absolutely but what happened then so you had investors who were interested yeah we had investors who were interested and then we uh let's say almost sealed the deal with one we had a very good connection um so the investment manager was a very intelligent high intelligent guy and he understood completely our concept and he asked all the right questions so we really said he saw really the potential he saw the potential he saw the potential in in the company in the concept as us as founders and we really had a fantastic uh, connection and then he had to go to the board of the investment fund and to collect all the uh, the approvals and he got all the approvals except one really and yeah because you know who didn't approve yeah there was a guy um in mexico yes and it was a u.s guy and he um uh, he put his uh, veto um because uber was just getting in the game and he compared us let's say to uber 
And he said, hey, there's there's so much money into Uber. They they were talking about billions already. Yeah. So this is not this is yeah this is not going to fly. This is the same as Uber. Yeah. Uber isn't flying, so this won't fly. Either. No. No, okay, no. So, and he was not getting, let's say, the concept. And he was, let's say, a, 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 an American. And he said, no. So, right. there, yeah, there was no discussion about it. Okay. And also, this investment manager, he said, man, I, I, I can't explain it to him, the, let's say, all the differences uh, you have. But, yeah. So, for us, we, at that moment, because we were kind of, let's say, counting on that money. Yeah. And at that time, it was 900,000 euros. Yeah. Um, and it didn't came true, and we and we already let's say said goodbye to uh, to other investors uh, because yeah it was for ninety ninety nine percent it was was sure, uh, yeah. and then uh, was that also not a little bit naive? Like, do you see that there you were these young guys who just started something really yeah. big and made yeah yeah you closed doors well you sh- maybe shouldn't have yet yeah yeah. Yeah. Would you do it differently now? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Keep all the doors open. And keep all the doors open, raise much more money, um, not wait it that long to bootstrap your company because when you have the proof of the putting that your concept is working, just raise as much money as you as you can. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about that yeah, later. Yeah. But I just wanted to know if, if you would do this differently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So um, then we made the decision. Okay. Then we 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 will let's say work through because we can't go to the market again, <laughs> and we kept going. And we took the time. So we gave ourselves time to do a proper, let's say, um, first investment round again. Okay. And then we met um, a very ni- very nice guys. Mm-hmm. Um, three guys at that moment, and they were just, let's say, starting up their f- their own investment fund, and they were and they were looking for uh, for for startups, of course, to invest in. So these were three guys who just made a lot of money or something like that. Yeah, there was one guy, one one guy. Um, no, there were two guys. One was uh, was a banker. Yes, and the other one was um, an entrepreneur himself, yeah. and with a very, let's say, rich father-in-law. And he was the real entrepreneur, but he was also a bit of the. Um, it's like a love relationship, right? So if you have, let's say, inv- with investors, yeah, mean. yeah, because it's you, you go into kind of a marriage because you are in there and it's it's it, it's a bumpy road, uh, especially in the first periods. I think. Yeah. I think later on it's like more investments return on. Yeah, then it's more professional. But let's say this in this in this stages. Yeah, you call it a seed investment. A seed. So we were looking for that seed investment. So there is, let's say, proof of the pudding. You put a seed in, and then yeah, give it some water, and you hope it will grow. Yeah. Um. But long story short, we um these three guys. So there were one one banker, one mm-hmm. entre- successful entrepreneur with a very let's say rich uh, father-in-law, mm-hmm. and um, they hired a young guy, a financial guy, um, to let's say run their fund, and. Uh, become let's say a partly CFO of the companies they were investing in. Okay, so he was like more the the guy who would do the daily controls and watching yeah. watching the, the business plan and, and investment they made and yeah and uh, the potential investments. 
yeah. research and yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And we were looking for a person like that because uh, my business partner and I, we were... For, the, for your for for, thinker, yeah. the financial guy. Yeah. Yeah. So for us at that moment, we were thinking, hey, this is kind of the perfect fit because we have a banker with a long, uh, let's say, a, a good background in, 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 in solid money. Yeah. Um, we, ha- we have the entrepreneur with yeah. um, international experience. Yeah. And then we have, let's say, the... Um, um the young cfo um who could um let's say uh, take care about our financials and to really put it in place okay so actually you were hoping like okay when these guys were on fast we will get the cfo with it in a sense that he will perform cfo tasks for our yeah. company yeah but that's what we discussed okay that yeah. was also part of the deal yeah okay that was part of the deal Yeah, so they invested. Yeah, because that was part of it. Yeah, yeah so they invested 1.1 million euros. And, and uh, towards what kind of... Uh, Valuation at that moment, um, I think it was, we were around 5 million. 5 million, so 500,000. No, well, 1.1 million. And yeah, 500,000 revenue. Yeah. And based on that, they invested 1.1 million. Yeah. And 5 million... <laughs> Um, yeah, valuation, yeah, the pre-money. Um, what does pre-money mean for before? So before the investment. Before the investment. Yeah. So after the investment, um, um, it was uh, six. Or yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Six point one. So I think in total they had a little bit less than than twenty percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we were very, let's say, excited at yeah, that moment, of course, of course because I'm we... Proud and like, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, so we, we moved from that uh, little office space, we moved to a proper office space in the city center of Amsterdam. Um, we could hire people, we could pay people. Um, uh, because up until then, there were a lot of people who just volunteered and wanted to be part of the they journey. They wanted to be or? part of the journey, and they were just, let's say... Um, uh coming knocking on our doors and they said hey we want to be part of the of this journey but we, and then we said but we can't pay you and he said we we don't mm-hmm. care we don't care we believe in the concept we believe in you yeah, guys right. and we just want to be part of the uh, of the of the journey i love that but i, I also think I, we, i i just didn't knew about the existence of startups i was really naive and green when i was that age if i look back now i would have loved to have that opportunity just to To step in in such an adventure, yes, it, 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 yeah. to learn, and I, I also, yes, I think the, the lessons you learn from such a thing are amazing. Yeah. And not that I think that it's good because uh, we will talk about that later as well. There, there's a lot of pressure, and the hours are insane, and it's it's not yeah. you don't want to do that a lifetime long. No, Hopefully those startup phases don't last that long as well. Uh, but I think when you're young, uh, between your 20s and 30s, this is an adventure of a lifetime. It is. It is. Part of that, I would I would have worked for free as well. Yeah. It's definitely, I understand that. Yeah, so we had a very, very, let's say, solid first group of believers in the company. And 
Yeah, and also that energy was was amazing, and that reflected on everything. So yeah. that reflected on the on, on the business partners we worked with, but also on the investors. So. And what <laughs> is it to for you? Like people are knocking on your door and saying, "Well, I love your concept, and I love your energy, and we just want to be part of it for free." What does that do with you as an entrepreneur? Um, yeah, two things. One, of course, very proud, and on the other hand, you feel, let's say. Um, uncomfortable, or I felt uncomfortable because I, I wanted, let's say, to, to create a proper company where you can pay your people, um, and not, let's say, uh, be in that, let's say, twilight zone because you don't want to ask too much. Yeah. Okay. So there's like this struggle. Okay, people are committing towards a job, for example, for free. Yeah. But then if they're not performing like you want them to, it's difficult to say, hey. Indeed, indeed. And there's this. And there's also pressure because um, no one can work for free, let's say, for a year. Forever, no. So, so. But didn't do it as well something to your self esteem? I guess I think it's also like a boost of confidence, like people believe in your company. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, and the, the 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 confidence level grew day by day, yeah. day by day, and but also from our business partners, also from the taxi companies who were, Everybody yeah. That, yeah, 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 yeah. So this this was fantastic. So we moved to Amsterdam. Yeah, we, and suddenly you could pay. All we could pay all those people. Yeah, and then. We, we we could give them a contract, a proper contract, and yeah, we could we pay them, and and yeah, so that was that was amazing. It was an amazing time, yeah. and we started growing. So we we expanded in the Netherlands, and then we went to to Belgium. Uh, it was a very exciting time because that was a new market. Because in the Netherlands, we we made contract with let's say uh, four f- five big taxi companies, and then we could cover the whole country. But in Belgium, we had to contact hundreds of. S- small taxi companies. Don't, you, there, you don't have a big one. No, so they this are. It's little. The country is small. It's small. It's small, but it was completely different. So we learned a lot, and man, we did it. Yeah, and we 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 um, and we we made a big contract with uh, tour operators and with airlines, and oh. yeah, so it was very very hectic, um, but very cool. And that was then the first airport and taxi drivers outside of the Netherlands. Yeah. So that's the first hub you created. Yeah, the first hub. So also, let's say we created, let's say, um, uh, drives between, let's say, uh, air, the airports in the south of the Netherlands, so uh, Eindhoven and Maastricht, for example, and we connected them to Saventem and Brussels, <laughs> but by taxi, not by plane. And that's interesting. Normally, that's yeah, normally that's... your travel options are restricted to from airport to airport. And yeah. Suddenly, you have like. Yeah, you have a complete new catchment area also for an airport. So that yeah. was, yeah. This it can be a solution for a lot of long waiting and transport. Yeah, and then long haul flights to connect yeah. them. And so, yeah, we, we we were, let's say, the glue in the network. And the airline network is up until today. It's a very old, traditional network. And uh, yeah, but back to the investors. Yes. So the investors came in. It was very, let's say, hallelujah moment. Uh, go, 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 go. And then um, 
Yeah, things changed. Things changed. And oh, why? What do you mean we changed? It changed in... Changed with you? No, we, uh, things changed between, let's say, the investors and us. Okay. Uh, because we were the first investment uh, um, of these three guys. Yeah. And so they, they really focused on us. Um, and we also made a deal is that the more money we needed, that they would put the money in, but to better rates than, let's say, an, a new investor. Okay, and how how did you measure that? Because had they non-diluting shares or... Yeah, they had non-diluting shares. Um, Which means that they can't decrease in... Yeah, but they had... They, they, no, no, they, they, they didn't have non-diluting shares. They had the first right to invest more yeah. against um, a, a good valuation. Well, what means a good value? Um, like 10% less? or 10%? Yeah, yeah, something like that. To make it easy, to make it easy. Yeah, something like that. So they saw, let's say, our potential. We were growing. And their, in- their interest was to put more money in as fast as possible. Yeah, because they wanted more... Because they wanted to have a bigger stake in the company. And then, let's say, the CFO started doing, let's say, some games to... Um, present the numbers le- uh, more worse yeah so that, uh, m- m- more favorable the yeah. was lower and that they could step in for a lower price yeah and that's the d- and what kind of time frame are we talking about because when step they stepped in in uh, man, you're asking me questions. This is oh, well, this is seven years ago. Yeah, okay. Sorry. This was a well, roller coaster, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, then just how when from the time that they stepped. I in, think after six months. Six after months, yeah, fast. yeah, after six months. So in six months' time, you grew out to Belgium. You leveled up. You had a new office. You could pay your com your employees. Yeah, yeah but and and, and, and CFO was sitting there for six months. I would more money. I would turnover went. Uh, I think went up to two million. From five hundred to two million yeah. in six months. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. So it was really, we 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 uh, yeah we we gained a big contract and um, from a tour operator. But so only Belgium added. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah. So, but we felt kind of uncomfortable because when you are in a marriage, you don't want to play games, right? No. So if you want to. Invest well, more. Trust yes. And openness and yeah, and and honesty. Yeah. So if you want to invest more money and you want to have, a, let's say, a better valuation, just say it, put it on the table, and say, yeah. "Hey guys, we believe you need more money. That's true, uh, and we want to have a good deal." Yeah. And then we can talk about it. That's that's okay, but not playing games and let's say. Like on what what you see a lot with actually investments, uh, yeah, investment track. Yes, of course, of course. But we were not, let's say, when in the you first are phase. Already, like in a marriage. Yeah. Not like your new investor. No. Because these games are being played in a big corporate. Yes, of course, and 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 that's okay. And that's okay because, that's okay. but you can't play, let's say, this kind of games in in a startup at this phase. No, because not, not when you're working together like this as well. No, because it's toxic. It's yeah. toxic, and it and it affects the whole team. Yeah, it affects the whole team. So you can't uh, you can't play games like that. So that's what we figured out. Um, we had some tough conversations with them. 
Yeah. So with the CFO, and then with the with the banker, and with the banker, we always had a good relationship, and with the entrepreneur. And the entrepreneur and the CFO were kind of together. So they played a little bit of games with us, with my business partner and with me. Okay. Um, long story short, they put a kind of an, um, an intern into our company mm-hmm. to check on us. So suddenly they hired? Some... They hired an, uh, their first uh, intern. For their own company? For their own company. They put it in our, let's say, office space. And then we figured out that they, that he was, let's say, watching on us to to watch us how late we came into the office. and. So when you came in, he was calling one of the guys? He was, call, he was calling the CFO. And, and probably you arrived late in the morning. I know you a little bit. So you are never there like no, at 8 o'clock. No, that's not completely true. Because <laughs> most of the time I was, let's say, early uh, in the oh, office. But my that. business partner, yeah. he had three kids at that time. Yeah. Um, but he worked during the night yeah so he came in at 11 and it was more than okay yeah. uh, but then he st- I, th- I always thought that you were always like on the road so yeah, yeah i was always on the road a bit because he, 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 me you couldn't let's say uh track because i was always away flying around yeah um and rob always was the, place. yeah because he just committed to i want to bring my kids to school and support my wife and i will work later yeah but he was also sleeping in the morning Sometimes it was just because he was so tired because we worked during the night as well. We had a 24-7 operation. So it was not, let's say, at 6 o'clock in the evening, uh, it shut it down. So every it was 24-7 on. So uh, probably you did the first, especially in the first year, all the the calling and the yeah, yeah, we did uh, customer care, the customer service, uh, the de- de- development. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I drove, I drove in the beginning for, from from my hometown was 150 kil- kilometers away from the airport, and then I drove in the middle of the night to to uh, to welcome guests, <laughs> our our customers. That it was crazy, it was crazy, but this is this is what you do. Yeah, this is how it works. Yeah, technology startup. Yeah, so we were we were kind of let's say disappointed with these guys that we were let's say in this kind of situation because isn't it also a little bit strange? They hire an intern and they put their intern full time at your place. Yeah, because they didn't have an office at that time, and then he said, "Oh, they can he can do some work at your uh, because uh, uh, we we had shitload of work." Yeah. Um, yeah. So you thought, hey, that's welcome. Yeah. But then it turned out to be like letting in yeah. a snitch. Yes, <laughs> indeed, indeed. So um, so Rob came in regularly around 11 o'clock. In yeah, the and he started complaining to me. And he said, I, this is not going to work. This is not going to work with these guys. They, they, they have to get out. Now, I understand it, especially if you are Rob. <laughs> I mean, like you set this company up from nothing, you worked your ass off, you're still working your ass off, it's your company, uh, you put in way more than anybody else, and then you have this young snitch, yeah. who uh, is calling his boss, yeah, he came out late again. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. So yeah, so one I day... totally understand. Yeah, that. okay, but now, yeah. now we get to the point, because we... So Rob told me, he said, 
these guys have to get out. Said, but how? So that's, that's impossible. They just invest. Well, but with these guys need to get out. He wanted to have the investors out. Not yes. Snitch only. No, no, but the investors. Okay. Because why? He's, why? Because it's like it's toxic. Also, it's toxic. Also fix it with the snitch out and have a good conversation. Yeah, but that's the, 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 we already passed that. Um, um, is it true that, that you stage. were really that stage, or maybe if you look back at it, you were young. How old were you in Iraq? Uh, 34 at that moment. 34, that's still quite young. Yeah, yeah. Could it also be like that your ego and your feeling like, hey, this is my company, were in the way of having a mature and good converse, constructive conversation with your investors? Good question. Good question. Because I know you guys a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I well, I came into the story a few years later. Yeah, no, but I think. Did you have that conversation? We had yes, yes, yes. We we had on a really good uh, way. No, not on a not on a really constructive way. Because I think those things make the difference. Yes, but yes, and but means no, but. <laughs> But 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 um, no, we we had several kind of di- uh, conversations with them. Okay. So uh, with the group together, yeah. separately, um, but it didn't work. No, because you also need, of course, the other persons also to be um, handling the situation in an adult. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> yes, but it's like let's say having a a, a flirt getting into a relationship and then you feel it's not going to work. Okay. So then we made the decision. They, they have to get out. But how? How? Because we had to pay them at least 1.1 million uh, euros. euros. That's what they invested. Yeah. And the company grew. So they, they the, the valuation was, was much higher. And they probably didn't make a profit covering those. No, 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 no. Because we burned the money. Instantly, <laughs> uh, yeah, instantly, yeah, but of course, yeah, um, yeah. So, how to let's say kick out the investors um, with as less money as possible, yeah, um, in a way that they would go because there was no incentive for them to leave. No, because they were settled. Yeah, they we had a contract. They the put the money in. The, the the company was the doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Rob, what Rob, happened? Rob and I had several conversations, um, and we figured out a plan how to kick them out. And it was. And how, uh, when did you figure the plan out? How was it? Was it like uh, one of those late nights at the office yeah. with a bottle of wine and uh, yeah, yeah, some music on and. Yeah, yeah. So when everybody left from the team, uh, we put a bottle of wine on the on the desk. Uh, we put some music on, and then we put our feet on the desk, and then we started talking, <laughs> and then we put, let's say, the white screen, um, and then we started, let's say, drawing, uh, and, drawing and, ma- and just making a war plan. A war plan. Yeah. Ooh. And our war plan was, let's say, we figured out that the only way we can, let's say, kick these investors out was by ego. Okay. Because we, we didn't have the money. You had no contractual we had no power, no, we, power to kick them out. No. You had no resource to do this. Nothing. 
nothing. So the only way we could kick them out was by ego. And then they had to say by themselves, okay, buy us out. And Indeed. Indeed. So we made a whole plan. And um, so the banker, he, he was not impressed by us any anyway. He was not impressed by anything. So he was not the guy to, uh, to approach. <laughs> to approach. <laughs> yeah. So the CFO was a small guy. Yeah. Uh, a little bit frustrated. Okay. Uh, Maybe there is. So there was some room for. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Treating the ego and. Uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, and there was a tall guy, the entrepreneur, um, and there was a big ego. The tall guy had an ego. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, what, and, and why do we say he has an ego? Yeah, very tall guy, successful in business, but still, let's say his father-in-law was, or is, the big businessman. And, oh, and now he wanted to be. Yes, indeed. So is, he was still, let's say, a little bit playing with the money of his father-in-law, and he didn't feel really comfortable in it. But he was driving a Ferrari. Uh, so he was always the best of the best. Yes, and he and he he. He looked at us, let's say, as, the, as yeah, very dominant. And he looked at us as, let's say, the young guys and a little bit. He knew better than you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we made a war plan, um, and we had, let's say, we we needed an ignition to 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 get this thing rolling. And because you want to sit around a table. Yeah, like yeah. You needed to you needed to have an escalation. Yeah. Yeah, so we needed to heat to heat up the situation. Yes, there we have it. Heat it up in business. <laughs> yes, so we needed to heat it up the business and then we uh, or the situation and then we said, okay, let's. Co- so Rob will come to the office late. Yeah. The snitch will call, let's say the the CFO, the the, the small frustrated CFO. Um, then Rob will figure that out will go to the snitch and say hey what are you doing now the snitch would say something yeah. uh, but he would call and rob would get very angry to him and then he he would call let's say the the cfo and then the escalation was there yeah because you needed to snitch to snitch yeah because then you could escalate <laughs> indeed and arrange a meeting that was kind of the plan right that was kind of the plan and then when you had that meeting you wanted to trigger the ego of the tall guy yeah so that he would say, okay, if you know, yeah, if you, if you if you think you can do it better, then buy me out, something yeah. like that. Indeed, indeed, yeah. But the first setting scene was like getting the stitch to snitch. Indeed, indeed. And did it happen? Oh man, <laughs> perfectly. It was like a movie. It was like a movie. So I was in the office. Uh, Rob Le- on time, just on time, working behind your laptop, working behind my laptop on time, and then. Um, uh, Rob, were you guys like apping or something? Like yeah, yeah, of course, of course. There's, there's so what a, so what a completely scene setting. Yeah, so I was in the office. The the snitch was there, of course. Um, um, so I was looking at him, and he was kind of let's say that there was tension because he was also he, he didn't feel uh, felt comfortable. No, because he was snitching. I think no snitch was comfortable. Indeed. So he was... and I feel the hostile situation. Yeah, yeah. and I was feeding it a little bit. 
just by bringing him coffee, looking him in the eyes and say, hey, how are you doing? And you, you know a little bit how I can do that, right? Yeah, like the, 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 the evil looks. Uh-huh. Yeah, indeed. So so that's what, that's what I did. And then I uh, I texted Rob and I said, okay, now is the moment. And then he came in, he, he took the elevator, came so in. So you heated up everything yeah. a little bit inside. So yeah. there was this totally hostile vibe. Yeah. And then... Uh, how late was it? I think around 11. 11. Again. 11 in the morning. So uh, Rob came up with the elevator and he opened the door. And when he opened the door, or when I opened the door, everyone in the office knew one of us were coming in. Yeah. And... Um, so everybody was looking like, hey. Yeah, and hey, good morning and a very good vibe. But the vibe was, was not that good anymore <laughs> because of this whole situation, of course. Um, with the snakes, with so the everybody snakes. knew and yeah. felt uncomfortable with. Yeah, because every but also the developers, right? The developers, they were uh, some of them were wa- walking bare feet. Yeah. Also in winter, yeah. uh, they are working uh, um, it, it, during the night, and then he, it, the snitch was also, let's say, watching them. Yeah. Hey, they're they, 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 they're not here at uh, nine o'clock in the morning, so. Yeah. So we were also frustrated about that. Yeah. And then, uh, so then Rob came in and then what, what happened is that the snitch stood up, yeah. took his phone, went to the window of the, of the office. And we were, let's say, located in the city center of Amsterdam on the third floor. And he was leaning against the window and he was calling, let's say, our CFO. But it's, it's so stupid, right? You could see him calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would walk out. Yeah, yeah, but he... he was a little bit more... No, no, but he was and he uh, he, he made it... a little bit arrogant then. Yeah. It's like, hey... Uh, yeah, yeah, but it was also a little bit uh, of an arrogant guy. Okay. So he, he fitted the team. <laughs> he fitted the team. And then Rob went to the coffee machine. He heard him talking. And then we we knew that would happen. And then Rob flipped, kind of. Because he heard the snake saying, hey, Rob came in late. Yeah. So what happened is Rob immediately went to him. He said, you can switch off the phone now. Uh, So he did. And Rob opened the window. (laughs) Looked this guy in the eyes and he said, wow. So you are snitching. You are telling everything how late I come in. In my company. In my company. Yeah, I what I did. What I created. So everything. So it, it, everybody, you, every, for you listeners, Rob is this, it's a strong-built guy. He's mm-hmm. pretty tall. Yeah. He has this wild hair like Albert Einstein. And very strong, but he has these puppy eyes. Yeah. But when he is upset and angry, he turns in this crazy professor. Yeah. And it's really impressive <laughs> and... Scary. Yeah. It's really uh, yeah. So I, I already <laughs> see Rob standing there. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, he was he was uh, f- fully impressed. Uh, was shaking on his legs. And then Rob, let's say, hey, you need to get out. And if you don't get out now, I will throw you out of the window. So you need to take your stuff and leave. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and, and Rob, if you're listening. I think you're an amazing guy. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy left. This guy left. And then uh, uh, we know we ignited the situation. Yes. So then you had the escalation. Then so we had we the were, escalation. We were like, okay, high-fiving. Now will come the invitation for us to come to their office and yeah. have that talk. Yeah, no, no. But it was also, you, you have to imagine. So this was the office space. Yes. This guy left. 
So the moment he left, the whole team, because they saw it happening, yeah. And they were aware of it. So they the were whole aware of the scenes. Yeah, yeah, because that, that this would happen. So yeah. you, you let everybody know, okay, guys, this is gonna happen. Rob, of course, is not gonna throw him out of the window. No, 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 no. But, but this was the whole scene setting. But we want to buy out our investors. So yeah. Everybody knew what was happening. Yeah. And everybody was aware of it. And so the moment when he walked away, it was a big relief. And everybody was, yes, they are out. They are out. But then we knew, yes, oh, this, this. Guys. But, but guys, this is only step one, right? This is only yeah, step one. Step two is indeed getting the deal. And step three is getting the money. <laughs> find some money to pay. Find 1.1 million to, yeah. to, to buy these Please, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so then the CFO, he called me. And he said, "Oh man, and Rob is getting crazy, and uh, the, 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 the the whole um, that completely escalated with the snitch, and uh, we have we have to have a conversation." Yeah. And then I said, "Okay, that's good, that's good." And I was always a deal maker, so they always approached me. Yeah, you're the network, people. Yeah, like, not yeah. on the one who stitches everything together. Yeah. So, part one done. Yeah. <laughs> completely happy and go. Uh, then, what was the next plan? The next plan, the, the, the next, our next plan was, let's say, we have that meeting and we would like to have that me- meeting with the with the guy with the biggest ego. Yeah, it's all guy. Um, and then we knew that the small guy was, let's say, sitting next to him in another office. Yeah. Um, but he would listen, of course. Yeah. And Rob will, would make a remark that he would be so angry that he would enter the room. That's what we... I don't get it. So Rob would be so angry that he would enter the room? Yeah. Yeah. What does it mean? So we were first having the conversation, just planning to have the conversation with, let's say, the tall guy. Yeah. And... Um, Rob would make a remark towards the tall guy that the uh, the small guy could hear from the other office. And that he would then come in. Come in, completely pissed off, escalating okay, the whole so situation. So you're actually triggering him. You knew he was eavesdropping. Yeah. And you want to trigger him to come in. Indeed. And get him really upset and heat it up. Yeah. Up again. Yeah. Team guys, heat it up in business. <laughs> so that he would come in. Yeah, and then you had the tall guy and the little guy, and yeah. then you think, and then we we knew that the the real play would would be there because the the tall guy would say, "Hey, guys, you have to listen because we invested the money. We are the guys with the money, and you have to listen to us." And we were waiting for that moment. That you would say that. Yeah. Okay, but so you, did you discuss up front what kind of remark of course of course what was the remark the remark was that um that the small guy was um was snitching um that he was let's say presenting the the numbers in a different way um he was working with the snitch yeah Um, yeah 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 and rob um we also prepared that rob would let's say take a cup of coffee yeah. And hit it would be so angry that he would hit it to the wall. And would that happen before or after the small guy would enter the room? Um, before. That was the whole scene. That was the whole scene. Yeah. So that was probably with a remark he would hit the coffee against the wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you had this whole. Uh, like, <laughs> 
We had the whole setup. We had the whole setup. So then the tall guy called. Yeah. And he called me and he said, Gerber, we need to talk yeah. this afternoon. And I said, okay, that's, a, that's good. So it happened all in a day? Yeah, yeah all in a day. Oh my all in a day. Oh so th- things were really heated up. Yeah. So we, um, we prepared ourselves. So you went through the script again. We went to the script. How getting the, the tall guy and then the small guy in and the escalation and the ego. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you stepped into the car. Yes, so we stepped into my car. And we drove, let's say, from the city center to Amsterdam to the south of Amsterdam. That's, let's say, the um, the uh, let's say the rich uh, neighborhood where these guys were having their their office. Um, and we put the music on. Um, really good, empowering music. Uh, to set the scene, to set the to scene and to put ourselves, let's say, and, in. And what song was it? Then? Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. I I want to say, uh, sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. This is actually a song you uh, advise to your one-on-one client. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but sorry, I'm late, and it's really yeah, it's when you're listening. This one is for you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So. We went over there in the car, put it on this music very loud. So we were really pumped. Yeah. We parked that car, not in the street, but just in another street. So they couldn't see you arrive. Yeah. And we were, of course, a little bit late. Okay. Fashionably late. Fashionably late. And then Escalating we... already before you come in. Indeed. And, yeah. and then we opened the doors. We looked each other in the eyes and we said, okay, this is showtime. So then you switch like, okay, now it's serious. Now it's serious. So no smile on the face, very serious. Upset. Upset, angry angry about the whole situation. Okay. So interesting. So we high-fived each other. (laughs) And and that was the switch. And then we started walking, very powerful. Then we made made it to the corner. Yeah. And then we were full on. So the two of us walking full on, me with my orange, my famous orange uh, orange bag, and we were walking towards that office. So we, you could feel, really feel each other's energy and vibe. With we, were we were unstoppable. We were unstoppable. We could, we could. Had absolute certainty that this would work out. Absolutely, there was no that doubt is. about it. No doubt about it. It's so interesting. Oh, and this this feeling you also had with the first part, right? Yeah. With the snitch. Yeah, yeah, no, we. Because we were also in this fight because everything was happening, right? We were creating that company. People were, let's say, our team members were supporting us fully. We were in the city center of Amsterdam. We were creating something new. So unstoppable. We were unstoppable. This makes me think so much at the uh, series on Apple TV. We were. Yeah. 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 So for the listeners, if you haven't seen that one, watch it. Then you get more of the vibe. Yeah. 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 But so there you went. You were walking. The two of you were working fully energized and, uh, and powered. Yeah, you have to uh, you, unstoppable, uh, absolute certainty. We're gonna. Yeah, you have to. You, get uh, this. Yeah, if you really want to 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 see the scene, is that Rob is always, let's say, uh, with his big hair, um, with a big gray, sweater, gray, gray big hair, with a big sweater, uh, and his running shoes. Yeah. And I was uh, always, let's say, well dressed in my jacket with my orange bag, a little bit f- fashionable. Um, but you two together, yeah, it's a really great picture. Yeah. 
So that's that's uh, so. And then we walked into that office, yeah. and we were never there because that was their new office. You've never been there. We okay. we had never been there. So we walked in, and then the tall guy approached us, and he yeah. said, "Hey, welcome, guys!" And very nice. He was very nice. Oh, he was playing the good cop. Yeah, he was playing the good Did cop. Did you expect it? Uh, yes, a little bit, a okay. little bit. Yeah, so because he wanted to solve the situation. So it was still following the script. Yeah. But then you needed to do some work because you really needed him to turn. Indeed. The guy to. Yeah, we needed to. Play ego. Like, yeah. Hey, I, you know it better than me. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And um, so we went into the in their in their conversation room and they said, "Hey, do you want to have coffee?" And of course we wanted to have coffee because we wanted to have that coffee cup. <laughs> to, to, to throw it against the wall to 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 heat it up the the situation yeah. and this was very funny this was so funny then uh so we we got two coffee but we got it in paper cups <laughs> <laughs> so we were so disappointed because we got it in paper cups yeah, so th- throw th- no yeah we couldn't throw but it, the, the impact would be less because yeah. we were let's say th- stupid yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, so, the, so the, but what happened then? At that moment, that they came in with a paper cup. Yeah, yeah, they, they, to look at each other. Yeah, yeah of course, of <laughs> course. We, and, then, and then we said, "Fuck, fuck, fuck! This is, this is, man." But, but you couldn't let them notice anything no. because that would be weird. Yeah. Did you have like these secret signs you no from each other? Yeah, no, no. We, you have to, you know. But Rob and I, we, the difference between us is eighteen hours. You're you're like brothers. Yeah. So we are uh, we are and and we did everything. So we knew we know each other for a long time. So you we were did one look and you knew uh, we knew we knew everything. We knew everything. <laughs> so um so then the conversation started very friendly. Hey guys, how are you doing? How's the business going? And all the chit chat. And then we couldn't stand it anymore, or at least Rob couldn't stand it anymore. So he started. He said, <laughs> Yeah. And he said no, and uh, the business is fucked up, and because of uh, the CFO, and this is what's happening, and you put that snitch in our company, and the CFO is presenting the wrong figures. Indeed, and at that one big mess. Indeed, and then Rob stood up, and he said, "Man, and this is," and then he took his cup of coffee. Yeah. And he was so angry, and at that moment, the small CFO entered the room, and he with. A red face and saying this is not true and I didn't put a snitch in your company and the way I'm presenting the figures are are right and so there were four guys in a room standing up um, so you stood up as well yeah. the tall guy stood up and Rob was still holding that cup of coffee yeah. then the, then the <laughs> no 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 he didn't throw it he didn't throw it oh. and then uh, but he was let's say in the conversation with the small guy and I was in the conversation with the okay. with the tall guy. And then the tall guy said the famous words. He said, guys, 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 stop. 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 Listen. We are the guys with the money. So we know how how to how to move forward so there's no way for you you have to listen to us we are the guys with the money and then let's say the real the real face showed up from this tall guy and i was standing in front like of the arrogant like the arrogant you think you are and you have to listen to me and i determine how you will run your company and nobody else because i have all the money indeed mm-hmm. indeed and at that moment i was standing in front of him 
and he was two heads higher than me <laughs> and i was looking up and, and you're not you're not small no 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 i'm one i'm 190 almost um so a very tall guy and then he uh, so he he looked me in the eyes and he said guys listen i am the one with the millions on my bank account so i determine the course of your company and then i t- i said to him I said, but then then you need to get out <laughs> So because it's not your company, it's our company. So then you need to get out. And then he started smiling and he said, but how do you want to get me out? Oh yeah, like the arrogance, like if you, you can't pay me. No, because you are the guys, let's say the entrepreneurs, you, you spent all the money you need, you need us. Yeah. And then I looked him in the eyes full of confidence and said, but you have to go out and we will pay you out. And he said, but how do you want to, how do you want to do that with a smile on his face? And then I asked him the questions. I said, if I pay you out for the same amount you stepped in. Six months ago. Yeah, I didn't say that, of course. No, no, I but said, six months yeah, ago. So if I pay you out for the okay. same amount you stepped in, are you out? And then he, he looked at me with a smile on his face. He said, yes. Yeah, because he was absolute certain. You were certain, but he was absolute certain. Are they never going to make it? Indeed. Indeed. So, and then I looked him in the eyes and I said, give me a hand. Oh, yeah. And he didn't want to give me a hand. So he was a little bit assistant. Yeah, yeah, because he already, his body knew that. He knew. He knew. From that moment, he knew he made a mistake. Yeah. And then I, we shook hands. And I said, okay. So then you are out for the money you put in. Yeah. And we left. Fantastic. <laughs> we left. And then you, you got you you went back. So we walked out. But you waited of course. No no we walked out and we were we, we were so excited, so happy because this was such a, a feeling of freedom. Yeah, because you had now the opportunity to buy them out. Yes. Otherwise you would have never had there were no contractual options here for you guys no so so we walked out and we wanted to high five each other and to hug each other and to (laughs) scream but we couldn't do that no so we were walking next like robots Mm -hmm. like machines and then we saw the corner we walked uh we took the corner so they they, they couldn't see us anymore and then we high-fived each other and we said, okay, showtime. Now it's real showtime. Yeah. We stepped into the car. We put on, sorry, I'm late again. Again? <laughs> of course. Full speakers. So the, the whole car was shaking and we were driving to the office. But still you had no option, no solution. You did not, because this is what I love about this story. A lot of people would have this absolute certainty if they already had the investors lined up to put in their money. Yeah. But you did not have that. No, we didn't have that, but we had, let's say, our ideas. Yeah, but you had nothing. No, no, there was no money on the bank account. There was no, let's say, uh, other. Uh, there was no other investment ready at that moment to uh, to step in. So you had no security, no no, there, no situation. No, I think this is so. This is what what I'm talking about. Like, if you have absolute certainty. Extraordinary things you can make possible. Absolutely. You can make the impossible possible because 
And this is a perfect example. Yeah. 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 Because what happened then? So we drove back to the office. Then we told our team the the great news. The great news, and then the whole team was cheering. Yeah. And and that energy, that energy that yeah. you are carried, let's say, by your, team, by your team, and the freedom to to kick the toxic investors out. Yeah. That that gave us, let's say, wings. Amazing. Yeah. That gave us wings. So that evening. We had to make a plan. Yeah. And then something funny happened. You got a call. We got a call. <laughs> of course. First from the tall guy after an hour. And he said, hey, Gerben. After an hour? Yeah, yeah, after That's an hour. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he said, hey, Gerben, how are you doing? Um, I just want to talk with you about the situation. And things got it heated up. And uh, yeah, I, I, but, but we just have to solve the situation. And uh, yeah, it, 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 it was wrong. And... And I said, no, no, we just made a deal. You are out. You are out of our company. We're going to pay you out for 1.1 million. So that's the deal we have. Yeah. And, Go- what, and what happened then? Good afternoon. Because he absolutely did not like this deal. No, and he didn't, uh, he didn't like it. And it was for them. It was the, their first investment as well. So that was also important for them for their showcase, right? Yes, of course. So a lot of, let's say, emotions were there. So we hang up. Yeah. And then one hour later, the banker calls. And that's the third one who wasn't there. Who wasn't there. So okay, interesting. And I had always a very, let's say, straightforward relationship with this guy. Yeah, your relationship with this guy was good. Yeah. And then he said, so, guys, you're going to buy us out. <laughs> and we said yes <laughs> he said okay congratulations very brave very brave what you guys are doing but how how are you going to do it and we said we have no idea <laughs> and he said wow he said okay but we have to make a deal because yeah. when are you going to pay us back yeah, when, when are you going to pay us out <laughs> so I said we don't know yet so, but we have to we have to find a deal he said but one thing is for sure so you are out yeah. and he said yes I understand yeah, he was reasonable if I hear your story he was reasonable he, he was, was like, no, straightforward everything and yeah very straightforward not playing games nothing and then he said okay I will um, I will make a proposal for you and that's what he did and he sent us a proposal um, to pay him out in two installments so he said you need some money so you have to pay us out let's say uh, um, one time uh, 600,000 euros and one time 500,000 euros after three months so now 600 and 500 after three months yeah yeah. And you had no money, so that and we had no money. So no, option. no. So the only thing we could do was let's say to to adjust this deal he he did because it was already very of very kind of gentle from him that he would break up let's say the in two parts, in yeah. two parts and give us some time. But we needed to find let's say six hundred thousand euros and uh, another five hundred after three months. Yeah, which is a lot. Yeah. So um, so we tailored this deal with him, and yeah. the end result was we should pay him uh, six hundred thousand euros after three months. Okay. And 
100,000 euros for five months in a row. And if we miss one month, we they could they would come back in the company with the shares and we would lo- lose all the money we um, uh, we transferred back to them. So they would have a great plus there. Yeah, yeah that, this was the best deal for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was a kill. They make it. They, they, yeah, for for us it was. Uh, but if you get investors in, I this is actually because this deal is actually super scary. Because as a new investor, I could lose all my money because you guys can't raise the other amounts needed. No. No. Did you realize that at that moment? No. Did you realize it during that whole process? No. We, only now? Uh, no. Only for, we were only looking from our perspective. Yeah. Funny. At, yeah. At that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this was a very scary deal. So we have to, had to find, let's say, six hundred thousand euros and five hundred. Um, but you were not only looking from your perspective. I think you had so much certainty that you would find all the money that there was actually no option that new investors would lose theirs because you would just fix it. Yeah, yeah. And there you have that absolute certainty again. Yeah. And when you have absolute certainty, it doesn't even pop in towards your mind. That there is a plan B. Plan B just doesn't no, exist. We, we, not I, like for the fun. Well, you have these coaches out there who always say, "Yeah, you should not make a plan B because when you have plan B, then you're dead." But I think actually having absolute certainty is not about very consciously not making a plan B. Absolute certainty is so certain that a other situation doesn't even pop up into your mind no yeah and you don't accept it but it doesn't even pop up so no. you can't accept no. and i actually think maybe even especially with a deal like this you needed that because what if at that moment in time you did realize hey a new investor who would step in and pay this amount of money could lose everything if i don't pay the the next yeah but that did well. yeah but that if would, you would have that in your mind yeah but then we we would um we would bleed as founders but still if you had that in your mind mm-hmm. no, no but the, the, then you it would, it, it would disturb your yeah, yeah. association with new investors yes and and the mindset and of course you would fix it mm-hmm. you would fix it so but you had no legal obligation to fix it no so for I found this so interesting that having absolute certainty is just not even having that option in your mind, not even coming up, not even no. popping up. And I I had moments like that as well, not on this scale, but I had moments like that as well in my life. And I think it's absolute. Those moments, if you had that absolute certainty, you know you will just succeed. Yeah. Yeah. There's no plan b there's no other option you will succeed yeah you and will I think that, that when you do those things that you're actually your intuition everything you're doing is right and in balance yeah and then when you make decisions that aren't true or right for where you need to go then all the other things happen and then you will see it in the results as well it doesn't mean that it will lead you to failure, but it, you will be less successful as because you were very successful with this amazing deal, but we're going to talk about that later. But I think if we're talking about spirituality, mindset, and energy, 
this is it. Yeah. I think. All the ingredients are there. Yeah. 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 So you uh, needed to have in three months six hundred thousand euros. And then every month, 100,000 euro. And if you were not on time, not even, you missed it by a day. Yeah. They would keep all the shares and the money you paid them. Yeah. Yeah. So this was a, was a big, big stick behind the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But how did it went? Because like, so you had the first three months, you had time to find that 600,000 euros? Yeah. Did you find it easily? No, it was very interesting because at the same time I was selling one of my companies. And it was, for every entrepreneur knows, let's say selling your company is uh, or raising money, it takes a lot of time, energy and effort. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. And I was di- doing these two things at the same time. So I was, on one hand, I was selling my company yeah um and on the other hand i was let's say kicking out uh the investors yeah so i had to sell that company and also this is coming let's say the total confidence coming back so the the um the buyer for that other company he was knocking on our doors um but he had his doubts of course and he um he did it was a big company so they were playing their games as well um, but for me, there was no option that these guys would not buy our company. Mm-hmm. And, and there you have it again. Yeah. Certainty. Yeah. And also in that time frame, when I remember now, is that... Where did you get all the energy from? I don't know. I really don't know. It was it, 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 it was constantly, let's say, on, on superpower. Yeah. But sorry, you were saying, I remember now. I remember now that everything at that moment... Attracts all the, let's say, the good energy. Yeah, everything fell into place. It's yeah. like that puzzle, right? Of yeah. one million little pieces. Yeah, and if and you suddenly all those come down and fall into place. Yeah. So if that was for me, that period in my life was for me, let's say, unstoppable. Yeah. Fully unstoppable. Yeah. But but let's get back. So you yeah. had that six hundred thousand with selling your other company. You had that money coming in yeah uh, your business partners there yeah and probably your own yeah so what so, so what we decided uh from the tinker kind of perspective with rob and me we decided to set up our own investment company yeah. called tinker investments and raise money from that investment fund to kick them out and to raise more money and so there the whole investment came Okay. Yeah. And okay. first, so I sold my other company. Yeah. And you have to, the, 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 the funny detail because, um, but the deal was for 99% done. Yeah. And then one of the developers of that other company, he almost blew up that deal. Yeah. So, and then I, I just went to the buyer and he said, and I went to him and said, I don't know what will happen, but you will buy this company. <laughs> and he said, yeah, yeah, of course I will buy this company. And we, we made that deal at that moment. But then the money had to come in. And you know, uh, legal stuff, notary, banks, uh, Lawyer. lawyers, big... Uh, draft contracts after draft after draft. Yeah, yeah. And I and I didn't have any time because I needed no, the money, right? Money. Yeah. So, but but we managed. We managed. We managed to, to uh, get the first six hundred six hundred thousand uh, euros in place to buy them out. 
And then. And then. Uh, every month. Every 100, month. 100,000 euros. And we couldn't, let's say, get it out, let's say, of our own cash flow of the company. Uh, so we had to find that money. We had to find it externally. Yeah. Yeah. And you found it? The, the, yeah, the first two was quite easily because okay. we were in that flow. Yeah, and you already had some investment interest probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got to a moment that it was not coming in and it was, I think... Three, three terms you still... Yeah, yeah. So we had three terms left, left so and we already paid 800,000 euros. Um, you could lose all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had to pay on Monday. And it was? Friday. Friday. Oh. And so, and everybody knew in the company because the company was part of it. And I, I remember that Friday afternoon that the guys were asking me, they said, hey, Gerben. Do you have the money? <laughs> Monday we have to pay, right? Yeah. I said, yes, I know. Do you already have a solution? I said, no, but I will fix it. I don't know how, but I will fix it. And this I also find so interesting. We always say in our programs and with everything we do by ourselves as well, never focus on the on the how, always focus on the what, always yeah. focus on the outcome. Yeah. And this is such a great example. Yeah. And of course, it's not that you didn't do anything because you did a lot. You you. <sighs> You saw. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a lot of, let's say, potential. Yeah, but none came true yet. But none came true. But and and again, you knew with absolute certainty that one will follow through in that weekend, so that you could pay on Monday. Yeah, and amazing. But but also this is also it's interesting like, because is you have that feeling that you have to call to make that call, right? Yeah, because to, you need that money. To, to let's say, almost yeah. beg for that money. The scarcity. But you know, if you do that... You lose it. It will not happen. No, because it's scarcity. Indeed. Scarcity. Indeed. Abundance. From like yeah, happen. yeah. So I, I... You just wait. I just waited for the weekend. And yeah. I... When did you get the call? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday evening. I send it. I always send some pictures regarding Top Gun. Yeah, I love this. Like, how you network and you, how you remind people very on a fun in. Yeah, I remind way. people not by asking. Let's yeah. say hey, hey, I will. Message. Yeah, have you seen my message? Or uh, we have an appointment uh, tomorrow. No, I always make fun. So yeah. I send him, let's say, a nice message. Um, uh, for example, from Top Gun and the Top Gun lovers, they know this. Uh, from uh, let's say, hey, Goose, talk to me. Or you can always be my ringman. And which one did you send at this moment? Do you remember which one it was? Oh, man. If you don't, it's okay. But maybe no, 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 I don't. Maybe later, maybe later, yeah. yeah. And then on Monday, um, I got a call, and he said, "Okay, I'm in." But that's then you have a yes, but then you still need to have a contract, yeah, to make the NV. That's a standard contract, so that was quite quite easy. But then you need to get a signature on the contract, yeah. And then this kind of person has to transfer the money. Yeah. And on the same day. And then the ba- your bank needs to... Yeah. So this was so stressful. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we managed. We managed. We paid. We paid. Yeah. And then you had two installments left. Yeah. And that, they, they, they were quite easy. 
they were quite easy. Yeah, so we had one moment we really felt, wow. One you had left. No, 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 no. We had one moment that it was, let's say, this heated up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you played first 600. Yeah, then two, two, two times 100. Then the third 100 was, was let's say, complicated. Complicated. And then afterwards... The second two. Was, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then they were out. That must have been amazing. That feeling was incredible. <laughs> and we celebrated that big time. Yeah, of course. Actually. Yeah. Do, do you want to know how? Yeah. <laughs> You have a big event. One of the biggest events in Amsterdam is the Gay Pride. Yes. So there are one million visitors coming into the city. Yeah. And the city is one big party. Party scene. Party scene. And we connected, let's say, taxi rides to gays. Because what happened during that time, a lot of gay people were not feeling safe and comfortable in a taxi. Because they got beaten up. So what we did is we made a complete marketing campaign. And we said, hey, put your ride in pride. So we wrapped taxis into our company color. Completely, completely in pink. There was big sign on it. Put your ride in pride. We put... Um, um, extravaganza uh, people on Schiphol Airport uh, on Amsterdam Airport to welcome all these people to put them in the and we we figured out that we could let's say be part of the the kennel parade uh, as a company and only the big corporate companies are let's say they have the the marketing budget to put 150 200,000 euros to sponsor one boat yeah and extremely we, and, expensive yeah and we made a deal with a small uh, a small boat full of uh, nice people gay people uh, we we sponsored them for 10,000 euros and then we comp- could completely brand that boat and we invited our, our complete team to celebrate this and then can you imagine that you are on a boat during the kennel parade with one million people completely going crazy into that city and i was standing together with rob on that boat with our team with the whole boat branded in tinker taxis going around in in branded colors. tinker colors and then we went into the city center on that boat into the city center of Amsterdam and then we partied for four or five hours in a row. Amazing. And here, and only in this story is so much, but we, we need to leave it for a different podcast. But I just want to say I'm so amazed by all the marketing concepts you have done. They are above, above extraordinary. <laughs> they, are, they are extraordinary and more. Yes. Yeah. 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 I I just want to make one remark. One year later, Uber used our tagline. Tagline: Put your right in pride. So this was it. So this was, let's say, our experience with the first investors. So be careful. (laughs) Um, Absolute certainty: How to kick them out? uh, Making the impossible possible. Yeah, so all the elements are there. And if you look back now with all the knowledge you have and the experience and you aged and, and 
you're more in balance, you're more into energy work, mindset, and spirituality, and less driven by emotions and ego. Would you have done things differently? Oh, this is a tough question. I think I would have done things differently. Uh, I would not have picked this kind of investors. Not? No. 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 Why not? (laughs) Because you don't want to have egos inside your company. But did you know this? No. So how do you know you would have chosen? Yeah, but with all the knowledge I, I gain now. You would have known it. Yeah. Yeah. By meeting them. <laughs> By meeting them and then more analyzing and more making more conscious decision. Um, not looking only, let's say, to the upsides, but also more to the downsides and to read people in a better way. And uh, you already said that you don't play games when you're in a marriage. And... Um, Yeah, we both know that within startups and investing, you have a lot of corporate finance games being played. Yeah, yeah. The final haircut, um, uh, smoking you out, uh, yeah, to get the best deals. They, yeah. They sometimes, well, a lot of times, even kill companies by pressing so hard. Um, didn't you just play the same game with, with those guys by... Making a deal to buy them out? Didn't you play a game as well? Of course. Of course, we played a game. Yeah. Would you do it the same way now? I think there was no other option. And I still believe there was no other option at that at that moment of time. But then again, you say you don't play games. So this is like more moral question, mm-hmm. energy question. You say... When you're in a marriage, you do not play games. This mm. is not how you, how you no. do things. Okay. And then they started playing games. Mm. Are you then justified to play games back? No. But you did play games. Yeah, because we didn't saw another solution. So if you don't have another solution, everything's allowed? I think, business, everything's allowed? I think everything is allowed to save your company. And, and to make sure that you have the right energy in your company. Yeah, because it was it, it, it was toxic. It was it, it was let's say eating and killing our business. Mm-hmm. So for us it was toxic. We made a decision. We worked for this company for many years already. We put everything in this company. So yeah, for us it was more than allowed. Yeah. And still You would do it exactly the same way, or would you do it differently? I think there was no other option. And even with the knowledge I have now, there was no other option to get these guys out of this company. Because then we had to pay more. Yeah. And the other solution was, let's say, to leave it, not focus on it, right? Yeah. Just to leave the situation, not focus on it, focus on the positive things, getting your team. But then all our energy would how could we let's say tell our team members who were there in the from the beginning not being paid that we allow let's say this toxic people with just having money inside our company we couldn't justify that i see you're getting quite emotionally attached again to, anyway if you this toxic because <laughs> i think toxic is a very strong word mm-hmm. 
And I, I agree with you that um, they disrupted the energy and the vibe in the company. And negative energy is toxic. Uh, but do you believe it was really toxic? That it was really toxic for you to get out? Or was the... They, you mean the people or the... Yeah, because you're putting like... It, it was toxic. They needed to get out. I feel like there's a lot of... It, it, it's emotionally carried. Yeah, but the... But if you look at it, is it... Were the people really toxic or were there, did they make the wrong decisions as this was their first investment, their first real investment from their fund? They were young as well. They were... In their game. We, we were immature and they were immature in their game. Um, and they, they were, let's say, ego playing within the three of them. Uh, so that was involved as well. Um, individually I don't think they are let's say bad people or toxic people I think individually they are um, nice friendly guys but the the combination of the three together us being their first investments so it had to go well mm-hmm um and what if us us let's say Rob and me being very stubborn um for what if you had these conversations Phew. So the question I, the, the, no no, no but, but the, the, the question I ask myself at this moment is were we, all of us, able to have this kind of conversations? I don't know. I really don't know. I would... Would you be able right now to have a conversation like that? Yeah, I think so. It's funny because when you talk about... This is how the mind works. When you talk about this situation, you get how do you swept up back into that time frame yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you sitting here as a young that young girl unstoppable 34 years yeah, old yeah. which is beautiful because you now you can beautifully tell this whole story but what i'm looking for is like the more mature Karen okay i know who's here um, because i do think he would do things differently I would actually, I actually believe, maybe I'm totally wrong, but... Now bring it up. Yeah, I, I would actually believe that you would actually be able to handle this whole ego energy playing game very graciously. And that you would be in control. Yeah. Because what happened, this was a control game. You lo- You both lost control. Yeah. And that was what, what, what went wrong. But I think if you... Because in the end, they are investors and not nothing more than that. No, they, 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 don't, they, they, don't, they, they, they put the money in and want to, to have a return and, and, and get out. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and legally, it's not even for them possible to have control. No. Right? So, it, it just stops with putting in the money and done. Yeah. But somehow, you let them sneak in yeah. and take control. So, this yeah. whole thing was about control in the end. Yeah. 
and about ego and emotion. Yeah, and I very good, very nice observation. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the insights. <laughs> I, I strongly believe actually now you could handle this situation very gracefully and that you could bring them back to what they're in essence were just investors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and nothing more and nothing less. Yeah, yeah, and I would have saved a lot of energy, a lot of energy which you could have spent onto the, onto the company. Yeah. Time, energy, because now you had to find more different investors. Yeah. And actually those investments you could have on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe the future would have looked totally different. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Very good observation. Thank so you. Thank it, you for that. <laughs> is it really that it was toxic? Yeah, because you were so strong. No, I would definitely do the same. It's toxic. Yeah. But was it really? Or was the situation? The situation was toxic, toxic. And, and we were not able to turn it around. To turn it around. We didn't have the And they are, weren't either, because let's be honest, they went to fight to have guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So I'm going to ask again, would you do it differently? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. What do you believe? Yeah, yeah no, no, I believe yeah. it. I believe it. You know, yeah, I was, um, you, you're totally right. I stepped, let's say, into my old energy. Yeah. And fighting it unstoppable. Uh, this is my company. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it was from, let's say, um, a script movie point of view it was brilliant um from a business point of view it was not brilliant i would say we're just immature yeah immature which fits both of your stages yeah in business life yeah so it's not weird it's definitely explainable and yeah 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 so so you would say it's not let's say it's not toxic it was kind of immature yeah 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 that's that word fits better yeah Yeah. so back in the days i found it a toxic situation (laughs) and now with all the knowledge i have it was immature yeah Yeah, this okay deal (laughs) deal (laughs) yeah great yeah we are at one and a half hours. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I have so many more questions to ask. You probably have so many more things to tell. Oh, yeah. This is just the tip of the iceberg. But I think we should leave it. For this episode, we'll leave it with this. Yeah. Everything. So, thank you for listening. And, Gerben, thank you for this beautiful story and being so vulnerable at the end as well. <laughs> and insightful. And, um, yeah, this was it. We have a lot of podcasts coming up about mindset, lifestyle, and business. And this one is especially dedicated to business because we just launched our program, Thrive. And Thrive is a business group mentoring program. And it's, in essence, three years. And the first year is going to start at the end of May. And uh, we have only 10 spots available. So if you are interested to join this great group of individuals, we have already sold six spots. Um, Please uh, join us. uh, Find uh, the link in the description 
description of this podcast. And um, Thrive is for those that uh, just set up their company or are setting up their company to set that step in the entrepreneurial arena and uh, really want to go from hustling to driving. Um, it's full of insights. It's uh, primarily focused on mindset, but also with a lot of um, keeping you accountable and working on your business instead of in your business every week. Yeah, um, and having let's say that 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 mirror that um, that group of people you can su- that supporting you and giving you other kind of perspectives during situations uh, where I have been. Yeah. And sh- and show getting shining a light on your shadow sides, yeah. the things that you're not aware of yet. It's an amazing program, and we would love to welcome you. If you are an entrepreneur or uh, just started your business, uh, we love to welcome you to join us there. And uh, yeah, this was it. Thank you for your um, for your sharp uh, questioning and uh, your energy. Yeah, you as well. I loved hearing your story, and I loved seeing you back like that young entrepreneur, fully with that unstoppable mind and yeah it was a delight it was a delight